forever. Dog. I do like four impressions. <laughs> They're all of unattractive men. So Wallace and Gromit. Cheese. And then you do. Well, not unattractive men. I think Christoph Waltz is attractive. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think that's it. You do you do a pretty good Brett impression. I'm like, hey, baby, it's me, Brett. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, um. I kind of like, kinda like I that. I think that's Elvis. It's flattering. Oh, send me your wave file, baby. This file was empty, man. <laughs> I'm not getting anything on this one. You sure you got the mic patched into the right channel? <laughs> <laughs> that's your Brett impression. It's like, that is definitely Elvis. Interview, or there was a book about Elvis that Connor was telling me about where he was sort of a prude about like women, like he'd you know bake out with someone, but he wouldn't like have sex with them. And one time, this gal was like, We went upstairs and we were like dry humping, and then he came in his pants and he was like, Look at all the babies we killed. <laughs> well, that's Elvis. I didn't Imagine know that. Being like, Oh my God, I'm going to have sex with like the sexiest guy ever. And then this weirdo like comes in his pants and is just like, oh boy, look at all the babies. It's like, ah, taxi. The thing I have the hardest time with, with that whole thing is look at. <laughs> look, look at it. Open your eyes. It's double threat. Welcome back. We were just talking. I'm Tom. Tom and Julie, and we're having fun, and it's just a mandatory fun. That's the premise. That's right. And oh, the stuff we were just talking about right before the show started. It would curl your hair. Yeah. And, and then brush uh, it out so you don't have those ringlets that are like standalone, like Weird Al has, which mm-hmm. all I want to do to Weird Al is just like. I just want to run a brush through his curls. I think that's doable. I think we can make that happen. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to see about that. All right. I'm going to see if we can get Al. I'll chase him down the street with a giant hairbrush. Yeah. Doable. I'm telling you, that's doable. Now, Julie, I made my own little recording this week. It's a wrinkle. I want you to hear something real quick. Wait, it's you three did a recording long. this week? Yeah, it's five seconds long. Without me or Brad? Yeah, no. Well, it's no, it's for it's for the sh- it's not the show. It is You did a little mini show? No, I was an intrepid field reporter and I found You did a remote? I did a remote. Okay. From a uh an IHOP restroom. <laughs> and I found the world's scariest paper towel dispenser oh no brett can you pull that clip up you were at it let's just set this up so you were at an ihop and you went to the washroom yes and And is this an 
automatic paper towel dispenser? Oh, you're going to find out. Okay. All right. Just listen to this, and I dare you not to laugh when you hear this. It was so loud. It was so loud. And the first time I did it, I jumped. I thought somebody screamed behind me. It's the shrieking of what, a dead IHOP employee that's haunting the restroom? I don't know. But it made me, it startled me so much. There's a ghost of a washroom there's a ghost of an IHOP employee that cleaned the bathrooms horribly in the washroom and yeah. is haunting the paper towel dispenser. And yes. every time a paper towel comes out, it's like it rips another piece of his soul out. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did you get a towel? I would never have left until the three. Towels I might. Were gone. Yeah, I'd still be there. <laughs> I'd go. I'd come back out. It's like, oh, you're out of uh, paper, <laughs> and the the paper towel dispenser is empty. And then, and then they, they the guy's like, I changed it. it 90 minutes ago. And then he comes in. He just sees the garbage can overflowing <laughs> with just like not even wet sheets of it. It's just clear. Somebody's just been ripping it over and over. I think the other giveaway would be that they would hear the scream through the door every 10 <laughs> seconds would be another giveaway that it's not business as usual. Or do you think that there's when you're ordering supplies for a washroom that there's a particular model that shrieks blood curdlingly to get people to stop lollygagging in there. I don't know. Whatever the goal was, it worked because I am slightly scarred by that. And one more time, Brett. should play that for Ryan and see if he wants to use it as like a sound effect in his decks like yeah movie where there's a murder exactly like when they find the dead body and knives out too somebody comes in <laughs> and screams <laughs> and you don't wow. need to pay an actor you don't need to pay an actor no. to do it no you just got to go uh by a uh, uh, what a uh, what a Rudy Tooty fresh and fruity is that IHOP or is that the feeling- Denny's well, there's a moon's over my hammy. Is that them or is that Denny's? I think that's Denny's. I think that's a that might be a big thing. Is like, is it IHOP or is it Denny's? <laughs> there's also a thing where like, let's make breakfast goofier. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, yeah. guys. Did you say Ryan Johnson? Oh yeah, that's right, Brett. We didn't tell you who's on the show today. Yeah. I, yeah. I, wow. We told you that there were going to be two friends. Yeah, of us. That's all you said. I, I, you know, I thought it might be, yeah, just uh, you know, and a Brett couple of like, comedians or something. Oh, geez, one of Tom and Julie's dirtbag friends that like, what, like quotes Python all the time, like Elvis. Speaking of Python. Speaking of Python. Hi, Julie. It's me. It's Terry Gilliam. I'd like to talk to you today about my ponytail. I was. So excited when I had a chance to do 
time bandits because it was a chance to really take what I learned of working with pythons. The pythons. Working with the pythons and expand out on it. Brett, we have Ryan Johnson and then we also have Karina Longworth. Oh my God. The host of uh, You Must Remember This? The host of You Must Remember This. Wow. Author, brilliant film critic. Mm -hmm. Together. Wow, that is incredible. The thing is, Brett, most other podcasts would be lucky to get one of them. Yeah. They would never get one of them. That's not how we do it on Double Threat. I don't believe it. We'll never blow you away. We got both. I can't wait. I wish you would have told me, but I can't wait. Well, we like it when you're on your toes. It was so exciting working on Python. When I worked on Jabberwocky. Munchausen, I had a couple of options. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone sent me a YouTube super... Super cut of Terry Gilliam laughs, and it made me want to chop my head off. <laughs> his laugh is so. It's what is his <laughs> laugh? Will you play it? <laughs> Brett, will you find a find this footage of Terry Gilliam laughing? If you just type in Terry Gilliam laugh on the YouTube, well, you know who else has like a really disturbing voice is H.R. Giger. Have you ever heard him speak? Hmm. He sounds like his drawings. <laughs> he sounds Does like. Does it sound like this? <laughs> oh me. my God, this is a YouTube video called Gilliam Laughs with a font that looks like it could be an 80s stand up special. <laughs> yeah, like Terry Gilliam opened a comedy club, <laughs> is what it looks like. Hey everyone, welcome to, welcome Gilliam, to Gilliam Laughs. Laughs. We have a great show uh, tonight. Bobby Collins is going <laughs> to be here. Bobby Collins is here. Dom Herrera will be a clip art of a statue with bare tits is going to break herself in half while someone goes, Gob, 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 gob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's that now? Now then, now then. (laughs) Clump, 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 clump. Oh, (laughs) real bad. God! Got it! <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a bird. Okay, 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 okay. Stop, stop. Before I cut my head off. What about that last one? If we take audio of that and we find a bird expert and we send them that and we say, yeah. what bird is this? Yeah. Let's hear that. <laughs> yeah, we're- chances an Audubon person would be like all right I narrowed it down to three and one is Terry Gilliam Mm -hmm. do you think if we sent one of these Terry Gilliam laughs and the paper towel dispenser (laughs) to a a bird expert and we're like what are these two birds Mm -hmm. they'd be like well the one is uh, a paper towel dispenser first of all because I eat at IHOP a fair amount it's got good (laughs) sight lines to the woods where I can see birds while eating my pancake extravaganza. Also, half of the waitstaff are birds now. They literally, yeah. you've never seen a sparrow hop when they're too lazy to friggin' use their wings. Yeah, sparrow with a little COVID mask on. <laughs> Wait, play H.R. Giger, please. H.R. Puffin Stuff Giger, as I always called him. H.R. <laughs> Giger has a beautiful, melodious singing voice. Remember his, um, his cabaret show? 
Kiss today, goodbye. <laughs> this is a song that means so much to me. It's been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> Cocked my head to the side and said, said I'm, I'm angry. I'm sorry, I'm angry. Chicken to China, the Chinese, Chinese chicken. chicken. They should all be in jail. Why are bare naked ladies canceled? Alien and I, I was demanded to do this alien creature, and so I had to invent a creature who looked a little scary. And uh, yeah. Okay, so. this is if you were doing VO for like a villain in a your favorite Pixar movie. Yeah, they'd be like, you're gonna have to really scale that down. Yeah. If let's say like his artwork like was animated and they had voices. And he showed up to do the voices. They would just tell him it's like, it's way too, you got to cut it in half for starters. Like, let's just try cutting it in half. But he was a very good looking guy. And he looked oh very, <laughs> he looked very healthy. I think it's surprising in this thing. He's wearing all black. Uh, that uh, That's not I mean, what I would have thought. I've only him. seen him in like tank tops. and. <laughs> yeah, like. Like novelty T-shirts. Geeker, HR Geeker, and I have here the museum, HR Geeker, and the bar, and also a gallery for other artists. I was going to wear my Who Farted shirt today, and then I decided to wear all black. And then I thought, oh, where's my tank top that say define girlfriend <laughs> this is my who fart this shirt is black on black it's written in black it says who farted and the answer is me Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Any other business, Brett, that people have... Uh, tell us a story, Brett, baby. Mentioned anything? Well, well, sure. I'll, I'll tell you a story. Uh, the um, uh, well, well, first, a, a preview. Uh, uh, we got a lot of great submissions for our, our, our script. Uh, we, we sent a call out for some scripts, some short scripts, uh, dramatizing the three of us going to a screening of Tenet. Uh, we got a lot of great submissions. And uh, I believe we'll be doing a reading of... Uh, we kind of took... Parts from all the different submissions and made one big script, and we'll be doing a reading of and that just later. So you know, we're doing this cold. Tom and I are doing this cold because yeah. we're basically auditioning for Knives Out to slash. You must remember this: the next season where they where where Karina researches podcasters of the early aughts, <laughs> and we want to mm -hmm. play all the voices. Yes. 
I got a Christoph Waltz related story for you if you want Ooh. that. Um, okay. So, uh, oh, yes. Uh, Tell me, Brett, what have you got <laughs> for me today? Uh, so, uh, uh, two years ago, uh, my wife Amy and I went to uh, Europe and um, the. Uh, you know, in, in, I feel like in an airport, the the terminals where they go, the, the terminals, the international terminals are always significantly nicer than all the domestic terminals. It's always just like a much different experience. And uh, so we go, we, you know, go through uh, uh, yeah, the customs, everything. We go to the, the terminal, we're waiting in line to go through security. And it's just like glass and light and big, huge screens with, the, it's just very different than, you know, flying to like Atlanta or Dallas or something. And on one of these giant uh, LCD screens, there was this advertisement that Christoph Waltz was doing for like a French champagne. And it was just like slow motion of Christoph Waltz sipping champagne from a champagne flute. But he did uh-huh. like, it. he went, he ran through, it was like five shots montaged together, but each one was like a different emotion as though like the champagne was like, it wasn't just one thing. It was like causing him to feel all these different things. So he was like, he was. Let me do one where I feel grief. And then they're just like, they're like back at the monitors. They're just like, he's going to do sad versions of drinking the champagne. Like we hired him to just (laughs) sip it. What are you, what are you talking about? Are you talking about me? We were kind of hoping that all the takes would be, kind of up we were ah. hoping they'd all be positive like, ah. a little troubled by the one where you started crying ah. drinking the champagne that kind of go it's cross purposes for what the 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 product is trying to convey i'm bored with this conversation <laughs> i want to do one where i'm being tickled let's just we're just gonna see what the client <laughs> has to say about this. <laughs> oh that tickles I say with my eyes. The client's not so sure about the uh, tickling part of it. They really would like to stick to the to the script. Grief. Yes. Grief Guess isn't what, in the script Marky? anywhere. There are seven stages of grief. You're going to love acceptance. Yeah, let's do it. Let's <laughs> let's go for it. Let's go in any real. And then just he hears somebody go lunch. <laughs> Just let him drink the champagne over and over. Everyone else break for lunch. <sighs> He's still just doing it over and over. Meanwhile, everybody's eating <laughs> Big weird set from chicken. A, from a, from a tinfoil box without a lid, whatever those are called. Yeah. Box without a lid. Box without a lid. Any other news, Brett? Any updates? Um, well, we did. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of submission. We got, we got some definitive answers to the, like you said, to the did Elvis watch Star Wars, which is a definitive yes. no. Um, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was like, it, it, it apparently was feasible for him to watch it, but uh, he, he definitely did not see it. Because um, it, it had come out in May. He had like three months to yeah. watch it. But he never, and he didn't get like an advance. It wasn't like George Lucas was like, I'm going to screen this for Elvis. Oh, we could ask Ryan Johnson about that. Hey, man. What do you think Elvis would have thought about Star Wars? I'm not interested in this space stuff. We also got a lot of answers to uh, 
uh, uh, Elvis's favorite uh, Monty Python sketch, the most common. Python. Python. I pronounce it Python because even though I'm American, I couldn't I'm, believe when I, I had heard. Believe Elvis. Elvis was a fan of the fan Pythons. Python. I'm a Python. <laughs> the uh, most c- common answers we got, uh, his uh, people were saying his favorite sketch would either be uh, the spam sketch or wink, wink, nudge, nudge were the of most common answers. Of course, the spam. How did we forget the spam yeah, sketch? Yeah, of course, Tom? yeah. That would be. We ought to get our head examined. We ought to get, we ought to be kicked off the air. We're not worth our, our salt as whatever we are. Not having guessed that spam would be his favorite. Yeah. Of course, spam would be his favorite. A spam, yeah. spam, spam, a spam. <laughs> hey man, I want some spam tonight. Sp- Elvis is on a spam kick. Although now I'm thinking about it, and maybe he did not like the spam sketch because he loves spam, and he was like, "That's sacred, man." That's man, mean. you don't do that to spam. Don't do that to spam. That's good stuff. Did he show? Did he? Make Priscilla watch Python. Man, Priscilla don't like Monty Python. <laughs> I don't. It's really bumming me out, man. She really don't like the knights that say knee. I showed her Arthur Two Sheds Jackson. She didn't even. <laughs> you keep going back to Arthur Two Sheds Jackson. <laughs> um, she didn't what's even your laugh favorite... once, man. What's your favorite Python sketch, Tom? Um. My favorite would probably be uh oh I I always liked uh the blackmail. Yeah, one, yeah, like yeah. The, the that game show. show blackmail. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That was I, always Yeah, that one's good. And and then I just watched uh The Death of Stalin uh oh, God. this week. That's that one's and, intense with Palin, right? Palin's Yeah, in and it. he's so yeah. good in he's it. The best. He's like he's really one of the all time great actors who did not get his due as a legitimately great actor. He was fat. He is fabulous. Um, I like confuse a cat. I think it's funny. Mm -hmm. I think that is the most useless service of all time (laughs) to have to call in people to confuse your cat is very funny. Tom. Yes, Julie. Are you excited? I am. Why? Because we have, Karina Longworth and Ryan Johnson coming up next. Stick around. Hey, welcome back, Tom. Yes. Tom. Yes. Look who's here. Who? Our friends, Ryan and Karina. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for for being on the show. Thanks for having us. This is exciting. Karina Longworth (laughs) and Ryan Johnson. That's it. That's it. Well, thanks for having us on. Good talking. (laughs) This has been fun, guys. See you yeah. later. Hey, do you guys want to hear our Terry Gilliam impressions? Yes. Well, yeah, I can't believe. Tom, you want to go first, or should I go first? <laughs> so when I was working on <laughs> Jabberwocky, I was thinking. Is that? Is that? I don't think. <laughs> I realized I needed to do more than work with the Pythons on things. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that tracks. I think my oh. impression is very similar. <laughs> it's, it's, 
Terry Gilliam? That's that's Snuffleupagus. You know, Rex has (laughs) Terry Gilliam's phone number and could get him on the phone right now. Don't you threaten. That is a threat. I don't respond well to threats. No. exaggerating. That's not true. See, these directors all stick together. (laughs) They all, that's that's the DGA in action we just saw right there. That's That's my brother, you cross me. It's the opposite of us podcasters. Because we don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah. We certainly don't have a union. That's for dang sure. Could you imagine a podcast union? Are you like, oh. to like the beekeepers union or something? <laughs> like it, like you're melded into the aerospace. Oh, no, that was like. No, when I, was at, when I was at the LA Weekly, they wanted to unionize, but there was no like journalist union in Los Angeles. And the WGA would like had like this firm line of not accepting newspapers. So the LA Weekly joined the aerospace union. <laughs> and okay. so you we were like, basically like if the aerospace workers need to go on strike, we'll strike with you, but you have to strike with us too. And so the union rep, like who was an aerospace worker was always just trying to like, every time we wanted to strike, <laughs> they'd be like, maybe don't, maybe, <laughs> maybe we advise it. <laughs> so it, it was not a very yeah. fruitful union relationship. Yeah. You know, when I went to the moon, <laughs> I now I all I can think about now would be a podcast union and <laughs> having some weird union meeting with every mm-hmm. the income the range of podcasting people that would be on a thing like who like, do you think would take the reins who would be like because like Ackerman. Soderbergh is like you know the DGA's like you know yeah yeah who would be the podcasting Soderbergh I mean not Mark Maron because he's a lone wolf yeah. no Mark wouldn't do it I would say maybe Ace. Right, Ace. Adam Carolla. <laughs> does he call himself Ace? Oh yes, he does. He does not. Oh yeah, you think I could make that up? Oy no, vey. it would be, it would be a, it would be a great meeting where it would be, the guy doing the one minute Back to the Future podcast recap, <laughs> arguing <laughs> with Karina over. <laughs> What, what, wouldn't it be like, why wouldn't you be freaked out when your son grows up and he's the same guy that like told you in 1955 <laughs> to like not be mean to your kid? Wouldn't you be freaked out? I would. <laughs> I do think a podcast union meeting would be like, nobody would be prepared. They'd be mm. like, let's just like talk because we're so funny and fun when we just talk off the top of our heads. Yeah. Everyone would think they were just on a podcast when they're doing it like, yeah, I'm here. I'm hanging out with my buddies and we're all just talking. It's like, no, we have business to talk about. Like, you guys. I can't afford my Tiger operation. <laughs> Let's talk about Tiger King. <laughs> no, we're trying to make sure we don't get ripped off. Um, tell us what you guys have been doing in quarantine, like as far as. Have you been watching anything that you ordinarily wouldn't be watching during regular times? Are you? Well, lately, lately I've become a sports fan. Well, you've always been a baseball. You always like baseball. I've always been a baseball fan, but now, like the past couple weeks, we're in this situation where, like, there's a lot of sports happening that have like stakes, and it's been so long since there's been anything live to watch. And so I'll set up like a sports bar in my house with multiple screens, like different games on different screens. And I don't, I mean, it's like things I don't usually care about, like basketball and like semifinal tennis. 
MMA, yeah, mixed martial arts. Yeah, MMA. MMA. Yeah. Mixed really? Mixed you and Joe Rogan could be yeah. uh, podcasting MMA fans. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be part of the MMA podcast reunion. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, MMA started because before baseball or any of these other sports came back, they were doing that. They were just still doing MMA on Fight Island, which is like in Dubai or yeah. Abu Dhabi. They had an island where they were making these people fight each other. Fight and, Island. And uh, I just, you know, I just got into it. And then like, I started learning how to like kick <laughs> I, just, I, said that wrong. I said that wrong. Um, but I did like, basically we, I, we have this guy that we do like, but like, he's like a trainer that we work out with in the park. And, um, you know, for like two years, we've just been doing like basic, like punch combinations. And then I was like, I want to learn how to kick so now. Uh-huh. Uh, now yeah. my wife kicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything with like Fight Island yeah. seems like it has to end in a helicopter evacuation. Well, it's got to yeah. be esca- with- Escape from Fight Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not a Stallone movie. Yeah. Fifteen. Or like, Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah, like you picture you picture the like Dana White head of that UFC thing. Like you picture him in the chopper, and then like his his number two guy being like. Yeah, we got to get out of here. And he goes, what do you mean we? And then he kicks him <laughs> and then he falls out of the chopper. Yeah. They got to fight their way out. Yeah. There's only one way to get off the island. That's the tagline. Oh, see, I was going to pitch that the tagline for anything on Fight I- Island is it's legal. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Sh- shrug emoji. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah I think Ryan- there's a lot of shrug emoji in life right now. Yeah. Ryan, what about you? Have you been watching anything that's like, oh, ordinarily I wouldn't be watching this? Um, what have I been doing? Or like re for me, I've been reading. Yeah, you know what I've been doing actually? Because I'm I do I do a lot of audiobooks. And so I have been listening kind of straight through to all of the Ian Fleming James Bond books on audiobook. Um which are great and super fun and they're great like readings by like really good actors. It's also funny because like, I mean, first of all, like the, the best parts of the books are the one are the parts where he talks about what he eats and drinks. Like Fleming is actually a great like food writer and Bond like eats with, and there's this whole theory that like England was just coming out of rationing. And so, you know, champagne and caviar and decadent eating was as much of like a ooh thing as the spy stuff. Right. Uh, but uh, also Ian Fleming like dropped dead of a heart attack when he was like 56. So yeah. like you can see like he was actually eating and drinking. Like The other thing though, I like, you know, the Bond books are, you just kind of assume, yeah, they're probably a little more retrograde. I get a little more kind of like of their time than mm-hmm. the movies you don't realize how much I mean, there's a, it's like in Goldfinger, there's a whole thing where Bond goes off on this interior monologue about, cause pussy galore is like runs this lesbian gang. And, uh, I think of ex acrobats <laughs> and, um, and Nothing like a and, lesbian acrobat. And Bond goes on this whole, like about how homosexuality is the result of women getting the vote. <laughs> literally, literally, <laughs> an interior monologue that James Bond stops to have, and <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is of its time. Tell, tell and you're like, the book. 
Oh yeah. So I like um describe the scotch egg again. The uh, scotch egg, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, go back to talking yeah. about toast points and caviar. Those toast points. Yeah. It's been fun. It's good. I, I don't know. So I've been going back and forth between that and like a 75 hour long audiobook of the power broker. So that's my those are my days. And this translation of Beowulf I'm listening to, this new translation where the, the translator <laughs> drops like the phrases like made him my bitch and stuff like that until like try to <laughs> oh, yeah. a little bit and like wow it, it's yeah it's, it's good. like the kids bop version it is it's a little bit yeah yeah anyway how about you guys what are we missing what are we missing out on forget what we're enjoying what are we missing i recorded a paper towel dispenser <laughs> That sounded funny. Wait, before we before we show this to you, Ryan uh-huh. and Karina, but more I specifically, pit, yeah. Ryan, if you like this recording, yeah, this is what I'm going to pitch. This is it. It's Knives Out Two. Yeah. You guarantee us that you'll use it in Knives Out. Yeah. They find like someone walks in and they find the body, right? And then they make the noise of this paper towel dispenser. Do you, do you promise? Just say you promise. I promise. Okay, good. Let's watch. That it. That should be the scream when a dead body is found That's in really knives out. Too. Please, That's all I ask. Scream. I don't ask for much. Robot scream. No, that was That's pretty the great. scariest paper towel dispenser. But you know, that's what like you know Gary Rydstrom and like you know all the original like Skywalker guys. This is what they would do. They would hear shit like that, and they would grab their sound equipment and record it, and then mm-hmm. suddenly that's the, the sound of the Millennium Falcon's landing gear coming down or whatever. And Wait, while we're talking about Star Wars, this is the only thing I I need to know. Yeah. Is that we were talking about whether or not Elvis ever saw Star Wars, and it turns out that he died before it came out. Oh. No, he, he died three months after it came out, but didn't get to it. This is weird. He died in August of 77 i'm also right? listening to the, that big two-part biography of elvis so this is weird oh and did you get did, to the part where he was like look how many babies we killed <laughs> <laughs> oh he, he comes in his he comes in his pants one time and he says that to oh the lady anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just taught dr strange love for like five times in a row though so wait he did watch dr strange love like a lot? five times he went back to the theater he would watch him multiple times in a row he did he, he was super into peter sellers yeah Really? I'm telling you, there's a chance he would have seen Star Wars because Alec Guinness was in it. Because he was Was such a fan of British. Well, he liked Monty Python. He clearly liked Peter Sellers. That's the next step over is Alec Guinness. Man, he's a guy in Lady Killers. Had the funny teeth. Those Elon comedies. Oh, I love those Elon comedies. Oh. So do you guys think that Elvis would have liked Star Wars if he'd seen it? I bet it would. That's out of this world, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I do one of those? <laughs> Me a droid. Yeah. I just add Elvis. <laughs> red, red, or red, Sonny, get me one of them robots. <laughs> I, want, I want a robot. I want an R2D2, man. <laughs> and then it's just them like pushing an R2D2 around the room, hoping he thinks it's an actual robot. <laughs> They're just like spray painting a garbage can at three in the morning. Because <laughs> Elvis needs to wake up to a robot. Three in the afternoon, he's passed out on the couch. 
He ain't gonna know no difference. You're like, man, I, w- I went to the radio shack and they said that those things don't exist. Man, E's gonna flip if we don't have one for him in the morning, though. Well, here's your pitch. Here's a night out, too, right here. The night Elvis's crew <laughs> faked a robot to make him happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided it might be fun to play this silly game with you two because you are in addition to many other things a married couple true or false you contain uh, multitudes true, true, true. <laughs> it's true so we thought it would be fun to quiz you guys on how much you know each other and then in the process in a very last minute decision we decided that tom and brett and i would play as a thruple against you so yes. that- You'll understand this, Ryan. We called an audible because you're such clearly such a fan of audible with all your your eight your eight books you're listening to at once. We had our own audible, Uh and this segment is not brought to you by Audible. We don't get anything from them. Uh, I'll I'll subscribe to this. I do like the idea of Ryan with like like Karina with her sports bar, like all these screens, and then Ryan in another room with all these audio books playing at the same time. (laughs) And then at the end of the day, you're like, hey, what did you guys do today? You're like, I have no idea. (laughs) Who do you think is going to win it all, Karina, in the NBA? I don't don't know teams. You don't even know the team. Just try. I just put it on, and then it's sometimes entertaining. Is there anything you like? That series I liked where it was the – it was very close. You like anything that comes down to the last, like, yeah. like the last 15 seconds take like 10 minutes. That's like, yeah. Sure. And I don't care who wins. Yeah. Um, I just always root. Like if it's, if one team is up three games to two, I root for the team that's only one, two, because I know that like the true fans just want more basketball. Sure. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. I get it. You want, you like the thrill of the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But isn't that, what Karina just described, isn't that like a murder mystery like structure? <laughs> is this like, oh, everything's going to, they're going to explain everything in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> Don't worry. You can like, pay attention. Like but Basketball is kind of boring to watch until the fourth quarter. Oh, that's just not true. From a, a <gasps> baseball fan is saying that basketball is uh, boring. Oh, my God. Well, baseball, Base- like, baseball you have to be drunk to enjoy. Time, but with basketball, it doesn't really matter until the fourth quarter. Well, that's just not true. You realize the points accumulate. You know, you know how the points <laughs> they they consistently add up, and then if you have more because you scored in the first, second, and third quarter, oh no, those points count. On this <laughs> basketball splaining again. Oh, a baseball fan putting down basketball. <laughs> I've never heard anything. Brett's being you know, very quiet about this. No, Brett's Brett's all torn. Yeah, I mean, Tom and I always talk basketball, so he knows I'm a fan. Uh, I, I do see what Karina's saying, though, a little bit. I think uh, it does, uh, you know, the first three quarters <laughs> sometimes blend together. And then uh, I think even the teams themselves sometimes don't really get into it till the fourth quarter. But um, so I, I see both sides here. Uh, we got one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> Rebel suit. This is like next February when Ryan and Karina are the distant memory. And yeah. you're still yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's play this silly game. And you guys were nice enough to come up with answers in advance, but we we did not. So we're just gonna we're just gonna uh, you know we're improv people. We're yeah. all on Harold teams. Yes. All right. So 
Brett, do your thing. Do the thing. Yeah. So uh, what are we what are we calling this? I don't so know. We, we used to call it the newly host game, but that doesn't no. really. I don't know if that works anymore. Uh, uh, newly wed game only works for for uh, fun for half fun, fun time twenty twenty. Yeah. Fun time twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Or who uh, knows? Who welcome. knows? Who okay. knows more about people they love? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is that like a fun time 2020 colon? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, all right. So uh, here we go. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the... Actually, the fun the... time 2020 <laughs> okay. thing right. isn't working for me anymore. Just make it the sure. other half. Got it. Uh, that was... Uh, I, I, I've forgotten the other half now. It was uh, what... Who knows more about the person they yes. love? People. Julie, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, welcome, I'm everybody. I'm going to say that I feel like I missed okay. the fun time 2020. Fun game or fun time? Fun time twenty twenty. Uh, okay, what, we'll were, put it what back were you bump? Um, what was bumping you? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt a little wordy. So, what if it's? Tw- I feel like we need a, something that really pops though out of the gate. You know that that really. Then go with it. Really, go for it. I I, yeah. I don't right. have a horse in this race. <laughs> All right, here we oh, go. Oh, how about call? It, what if we call it a horse in the race? <laughs> A horse in the race, colon. Fun who, time 2020. Who knows exclamation more about point, the people colon. they love? Yes, there we go. Welcome, everybody, to Fun Time 2020. Uh, horse in, horse the, in the, race. the race. Who knows? Sorry. Start again, please. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, what, uh, start with the horse in the race is the first yes. thing I say. Okay. All right. Uh, welcome everybody to a horse in the race. It's fun times in 2020, and who knows their person better? <laughs> and we've got some great guests today to play the game. We've got your old pal uh, Julie and Tom on Team One, uh, and I will also be Yay. playing with Julie and Tom. Uh, we are represent. We are uh, playing as a thruple, and then we are going head to head with uh, Ryan Johnson and Karina Longworth. Yay. Who knows their partner better? People they love. And people they love better. <laughs> and let's get it started. Uh, round one. Ryan, the first see, by question. The way, Ryan, do you have any notes for Brett as a director? No, yeah. Him? No notes. No notes. Okay. Right. No notes, Interesting. Julie. No Interesting. notes. I just asked. Interesting. I, that I wasn't you, fishing. Yeah, I was thought there just would be notes, and there weren't any notes. So I guess. Tom, uh, you're awfully quiet. No notes is the kiss of death. Yeah. <laughs> it means you're about to get fired. Well, it's, it's, no notes means if there's a brief pause where you can hear the gears turn and then in a slightly yeah. different voice, no notes. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. That just means, and then you're going to see Ryan whisper to someone next to him about <laughs> replacing you. Oh, sorry, my my agent's on the phone. I'm getting a call. It's okay. Saturday. Yeah. Your been, agent is I've orthodox. Been, we know that's not true. The <laughs> Rebbe is calling. My eye. I'm ready to play this fucking game, boy. <laughs> Question one. We asked uh, our contestants, which of you is most likely to deal with the spider in the house? Karina, what do you think Ryan said? I think he said him. Correct. Ryan said me. Ryan, what do you think <laughs> Karina said? I think she said me too. I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to you. The correct answer is I would deal with it by asking Ryan to call an exterminator. <laughs> <laughs> great start to we'll call that uh, team one. Team one, great mm-hmm. start. Brett's doing double duty 
as a host and as a contestant. Yeah. So, how is this going to work? Do I ask? I ask myself the question then. And yes, then, and a okay. funny voice. Ah, okay. Uh, I wait. My the host. I got to maintain this voice. This voice for the okay, host. Okay. So what sure. if Brett is Brett is like up here? Maybe you can add a coder boy. later. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you, Grant. That, yeah, we'll do it in post. Yeah. Um, all right. Which of you? Oh, is ba- most- sorry. When you do it in post, could it be like like anonymous? Like we have people people of Kenosha. Yeah, we're just like the question I'd like to ask. Is, like that. I so think like, Tom would be the one knowing what he's like. <laughs> I have yeah, my sure. answer. I'll, I'll put the zodiac killer filter on it. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Which of you is most likely to deal with the spider in the house? Uh, so you guys are going to, Tom and Jill, you're going to write down your answers and I'm going to guess. Okay. 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 Um, I think. Ready, Tom? Why are you writing so much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of text. That's somebody's full name he's writing? Yeah. <laughs> I think Julie is more likely to deal with the spider in the house. Reveal your answers. One, two, three. I wrote Tom. Mine says me. I put him in a cup and throw him outside. Very humane. Wow. I don't know, Julie. I thought with the cats and everything, I thought, I don't know. I kind of was feeling like you would be Well, Brett, the takeaway is we're losing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, round two. What is the first movie you saw together? Karina, what do you think Ryan said? I hope he said the correct answer, which is Tree of Life. You are correct. Yay. And not surprisingly, Ryan also said Tree of Life. So that is another point for team one. Boom. Tom and Julie, please write down your answers. And I guess this is the first movie the three of us saw together. Well, at the very least, I know the first movie that Julie and I saw together. All right, let's do that. The first movie that you and Julie saw together. Shit. <laughs> All right, ready? Ready. Wait, what are you going to guess, Brett? I'm going to say The Long Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. No. Ready? One. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it? Yeah, we saw Hateful Eight and 70 Millimeter. That was the first one we saw? I think it was the first time we actually went to a movie together. What if we saw, did we see Nashville before that? But we saw that after that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't yeah. know. I wrote Fritz the Cat? I don't well, know. I do know. Well, I'm sorry. I thought we'd seen I a told, movie way before then together. I told you what happened to my grandparents, right, when they were like, they went to the movies and been in like 20 years and then they went and then they saw like Fritz the cat was at the thing and they thought it was Felix the cat and like they walked in and then they sat and then like within like five minutes they were like terrified of everything and just like ran out of the theater what yeah. did you guys think of Tree of Life when you both saw it great fucking great so you're both sitting there for four and a half hours, both thinking, wow, this is really good. And you weren't worried about like, oh, wow, the other one probably hates it. Well, it wasn't like a one on one date. We were with a group of friends of like maybe four. Or five so you guys people. decided to have a little party. Let, let's party down at Tree of Life. Yeah, I thought Ryan didn't like me. And I 
like to test if he liked me or not after the movie i was like we're going to dinner do you want to come to dinner and he was like oh no i have to go have dinner with my uncle and i was like well that's a fake excuse just say you don't like me (laughs) he does have an uncle that i'm very close to and i was (laughs) that night because he was in from all the time yeah so and his uncle's always hungry and so true my uncle does eat food yeah so I anyway. think if someone was going to lie, they wouldn't say the uncle thing. That's so, that's too weird oh, to make up. Another yeah. thing, like we were supposed to go see um, that this was like, so tree of life was like a week before we actually started dating, but like maybe three weeks later, we were going to go see like that uh, documentary that Martin Scorsese made about his mom at Cine family. And he canceled at the last minute because he said he had to take a cooking class with his mom and he forgot. Yeah. And I was like, True. It was I true, though. I didn't sound real, but it was true. And now knowing me, that's exactly the sort of thing I yeah, would Yeah, you would like yeah. plan two months in advance to take a cooking class with your mom and then forget Trouble about it forget. until 20 minutes before <laughs> you had to be there. Uh-huh. They're uh-huh. on brand. Yeah. Anywho, anyway. next question. Or After two is it rounds. Us? No, Kare- honestly, should oh, Karina no. just take over as a host, Brett? She just did. I mean, she just did. That was great. <laughs> After two rounds, Karina and Ryan are leading by two points yeah. to zero. What else is new? You guys are doing great. Mm-hmm. Next no question. Notes. No notes. Yeah. <laughs> Which Disney Pixar character are you most like? Ryan, what do you think Karina said? Wait, hold on. Am I supposed to answer what Tom would think I was most like? Uh, no, answer the, the character that you think you are most like, and I will guess for you and Tom. And I guess each will be worth okay. a half point. Who am I most like? So I need to guess what Karina thinks she said she's most. Yes. It's tricky because she because Karina does not like or watch anything animated. So she doesn't. I don't think she knows. I don't. I, well, I don't know any Pixar characters, but I know old school Disney characters. Old school Disney. Yeah. I'm trying to think what you would have picked. Like Pooh Bear? We need the Pooh? <laughs> we do Winnie the Pooh? Pooh is cute. Cute. <laughs> What did she do? I feel like I lost this round and maybe just lost my marriage. <laughs> Incorrect. The correct answer is The Little Mermaid because I just want to be on dry land. Oh, wow. Oh. There you go. All right. Karina, what do you think Ryan said? I don't know because I don't know these characters. Is there one where it's like, like a director type? <laughs> like, like, you know, maybe in like the, the, the sorcerer the sorcerer and the sorcerer's apprentice. Let's say that. Correct. Oh, <laughs> really? No. Yeah. Uh, excellent guess, but I'm sorry. Ryan said he is half Tigger and half Poo. Uh, that's why you thought I must okay. pick something from one of the I feel like that's the only cartoon we've ever referenced. Karina, Tom also doesn't like uh, Pixar. Well, they're pretty. They give me a headache. <laughs> YouTube grumps. They feel overcrafted. Wait, wait. If, are Star Wars characters Disney characters now? Oh, shit. Oh, oh yes, they are. Oh, fuck. Do we are, do ours now, Brett? Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm going to guess. Uh, I'm going to start with Julie. Um, and I, I don't mean this as an insult, but I know you're a big John Waters fan. So I'm going to say Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Okay. Um, <laughs> who was based on Divine. Yeah. Yes, it was. She was. It is a villain, but it's not her. Nah. I wrote um, the the guy who turns boys into donkeys in Pinocchio. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. 
And here's my answer. Because he's nameless and is that evil. Stromboli or the great Stromboli? Or no, something? no, he doesn't have a name. He's just oh, okay. like the carriageman or it's whatever. Str- mm-hmm. Is it Stromboli's Circus? That's the first beat. The second beat is like Pleasure Island, and that guy doesn't even have a name. That's how evil he is. Evil. Worth rewatching Disney Plus. Tom, I'm going to guess you said Wally. No. Close. Tom said the dead woman in Up. So sad. Right. So sad. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Are we at least tied now? Uh, no, we didn't get any points that round. And, uh, <laughs> so the score remains two to zero. Uh, next question is What are you most likely to argue about with your partner? Karina, what do you think? Uh, actually, let's start with Ryan. Ryan, what do you think Karina said? Uh, I mean, we don't actually argue that much. So. What, yeah, there's only a couple of things. Maybe like, I'll say the one that I was thinking of doing and then did the other thing. So I'll say uh, like what we're going to get for dinner. Okay. Uh, that's incorrect. The correct answer is the idea that Trump is this close to rounding up all the Jews. pretty <laughs> <laughs> on the side of let's get out while we can Ryan's on the side of I don't think we have to get out while we can (laughs) to make it clear I think he's capable of it I think we'll have a little bit of warning so it's more like that I think everything side eyeing it like this is it (laughs) they got my DNA somehow yeah oh my god Karina what do you think Ryan said uh I guess not what we're going to eat for dinner. So maybe uh, what time we have to leave to go somewhere. Uh, Ryan said what to watch on TV on any given night. Yeah. Those aren't really arguments. It's just sort of like. Yeah. Navigations. Yeah. Navigations. Yeah. yeah. What do you watch on TV every night? Do you guys watch TV or is it more like what are we, what movie are we going to watch? It's more what movie we're going to watch when there's no baseball game. Yeah. What movie did you watch last night? Uh, last night we didn't watch anything because. Oh so wait, no, we cool. started. We started watching. We basically like had two martinis, and then it was ten o'clock, and then we watched like half an hour of this thing called Trial by Media on Netflix because mm-hmm. I had like a meeting with somebody who worked on it, and I was supposed to watch it. You watched the Bernie Gets one? No, it's the one with uh, the, the Jenny, Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. Pretty good. Yeah. It's intense. I had forgotten all about that. It's it's uh, that one was good. Yeah, yeah. I like her suits. Yeah, <laughs> hers those zoot suits she was wearing. Issues yeah. with those with those shoulders <laughs> out to the side. <laughs> That's the music as she walks into the courtroom. <laughs> Can I just say I my. You guys did this episode of your podcast where you tried to imagine what different Oscar winning songs sounded like. And mm-hmm. I laughed so hard. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> now, Karina, have you ever thought that when you're doing your award winning podcast, you must remember this. 
have you ever thought, what if I just started lying to people and then they would still believe the thing because I'm so trustworthy at this point and you just make things up? I think actually that was kind of part of the idea at the very beginning, which was like, let's just like merge like history and conspiracy theory. But mm-hmm. then I just, yeah, I kind of like veered towards like, it, maybe it's more interesting to be like, this is the thing that people think they know, but actually I like read enough books to know that that's a misinterpretation. Sure. So, but yeah, you, it, you know, because you could straight up lie at this point and then it would just, the lie would lay there for yeah, like three weeks. Um, and then people would be like, she lied to us. I mean, maybe it would be fun to do a, like a season where it's like about, you know, like, K Double Day, the forgotten socialite of 19. Yes. Oh my God. She's never existed, you know? Yeah. Oh, that would be the greatest if you just made someone up. And then, (laughs) and then you hear people talking about how, well, I was always a K Double Day fan. (laughs) She finally discussed there. She finally got to her, but I've been a fan for a pretty long time. And she kind of didn't go deep enough, really. (laughs) And then someone realized like, wait, all 12 episodes dropped on april fool's day <laughs> yeah i didn't know J- jane mansfield was made out of ants <laughs> so wait are we supposed to say what we argue with you about brett or what we argue with each other about i think each other yeah what what, what okay. tom and julie right. what are you most likely to argue about each other with and then i, I will guess uh okay. what, what your your main point of contention is okay i said brett yeah that, that's your answer. I haven't guessed. Yeah, it. no, I think. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is actually that is my answer. All right. <laughs> Did I well, mess I, up? I'll be. I'll be honest. That was not going to be my answer. So I'll say my real answer. Okay. Oh shit! Sorry, that's I fucked okay. up. Do you want to start from the beginning? Hey, no, welcome beginning to the, the horse of the game. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Don't guess that one. I won't say mine, and we're going to okay. do this again. Right, Tom, right, you right. do exactly what you've been doing. So okay. we're. It's what. Tom and I would argue about, right? Yeah, what do you and Tom argue most about? Okay. And I'm going to come up, I'll come up with a new answer. Okay, got it. Uh, you, you argue most about um, uh, the, the, the pricing of vintage movie posters on eBay. Yes, yes. Good answer. But wrong. Wrong. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> what was your yeah whether well, uh, i thought we julia again said brett i should have seen that coming and then uh tom said whether or not the movie up sucks i don't have a horse in that game <laughs> i like that expression i'm gonna use it all the time yeah um you don't even you never even got past the part where the lady dies oh, oh i saw oh, i saw it in the theater i saw it in the theater i got past all of it yeah <laughs> But it was like a giant homework movie. It was like it was like, what if we take the most magnificent palette we have here and we turn it into like a bad indie movie, uh, and then we add some balloons in later? Oh, you're nuts! You're I like it. I like we it. Fly Ryan a house and I are around on, on balloons. I love it. Team up. I like the dog. I like that crazy uh, bird no, at the end. Yes. Oh I like God. that Asian lesbian. <laughs> so good. I wish I had balloons at that. Cause I would have left the theater. Via <laughs> balloon. <laughs> I would have strapped those balloons to my back and flown out of the theater. It should at least be an option. <laughs> Yes, I would have had them. But then I would have realized that the theater has a roof and I would have just been stuck <laughs> on the ceiling of the theater. I was still watching the movie over and over now. 
can't yeah. pop them. You just have to wait for yeah. them to slowly yeah. deflate. Just, yeah. Just the Atmos speakers in the roof playing birds sound effects into your ear. Yeah. Just like and the loud whistling by in your ear. Oh, That's the and the balloons hear. vibrate with all the sound also. <laughs> like I f- all right. Uh, the score The score is still uh, two points to zero. Karina Ryan in the lead. Uh, the next question is, which actor would portray your partner in the movie version of their life? So am I uh, saying who would portray me? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Who would portray Tom? Okay. Who would portray Tom? Yeah. And Tom, you say who would portray Julie? Um, Karina, what do you think Ryan said? About me? Um, who would portray you in a movie version of your life? Um, who looks like me? Uh, Isabella Rossellini. I don't think he said that. Maybe uh, Christina Ricci. Ryan said Meryl Streep. She can do anything. Oh. <laughs> she can do anything. <laughs> 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 like that was a nice compliment i was like wait the compliments for meryl street <laughs> and ryan what do you think karina said who would portray you in the movie version of your life idea fred mcmurray <laughs> <laughs> karina said ben foster Whoa, that's nice. I'll take that. Yeah, a little bad boy energy. Well, so I I also wrote because I was like, who who like kind of looks like Ryan? And so I Googled short blonde actors. Wow. (laughs) And then I got a list that from on IMDb called beautiful blonde actors. Oh, I'll take it. And I scrolled down into like number nine and it it was like Ben Foster. I was like, that's good casting. I'll work. Yeah, I'll take that. My beautiful blonde husband. He's a good actor. Thank you. I'll take it. I'm going to bookmark that IMDb list. And Foster, Streep, Summer, everywhere. Yeah. It's just about the two of them going to see Tree of Life. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the scene where it's just like, I got a cooking class yeah. with my mother. <laughs> what? My uncle's I thought in you town. had your uncle. I thought it was your uncle. Oh, boy. <laughs> And they, you'd have to add dramatic stakes that don't exist in our. Yeah. It's my uncle. It's my it's mother. It's my mother. It's my uncle. uncle. And it's my, my mother. mother. <laughs> All right, Brett, are you ready for us? All right, yeah. So we'll go one at a time for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know so um, I'll start. You I'll think? start. This is chaos. <laughs> you think? You think? Look, I'm sorry. We got to get some points here. This is this is really embarrassing. Uh, I'll, uh, Tom, I'll start with you. So, uh, you, you, your answer for who do you think would portray Julie in a movie? Okay, uh, right. I'm gonna say um, Anne Margaret. I said Julie portrays herself. Uh, yeah, she's too talented uh, to not play herself uh, in the movie. So true. Like Joan and Melissa Rivers. Oh. Yes. In the <laughs> that completely movie. normal way of dealing with the loss of a loved one. <laughs> you know, the eighth stage of grief, which is make a lifetime movie and play yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Julie, uh, who would Tom play in a movie? <laughs> I was going to say a young Elliot Gould, but oh. Julie said the robot from Rocky three. Did Elvis see Rocky three? <laughs> Did Elvis see Rocky three? <laughs> well, Julie, I have bad news for you. The robots in Rocky four. Is it? Yeah. What? Yes, it is. I think you're so right. So what if Sly Stallone is a robot? 
No, oh, it I wasn't. So not that. Ro- not the robot from Rocky. Yeah, it was a 4, different one. It was, was different one of the garbage in... cans that Rocky so Three was played. You'd by want Seiko to play me <laughs> in a role. Seiko. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Hi. I hate everything. <laughs> I'm crabby. I thought the movie up sucked. <laughs> Did you hear? Ryan and Karina, that Sylvester Sloan is working on a director's cut of Rocky Four, and he's removing the robot from it. Uh, he's retconning that shit. I don't like it. Yes. Yep. I've never seen Rocky Four, so uh, I don't understand great. any of these jokes. With Drago? Um, I hadn't seen it either. I, mean, I just yes. saw that scene with the robot, and I thought, mm-hmm. if the rest of the movie is this good, it's okay to cut this scene. But I have a feeling yeah. that this is the best part of the movie, and that makes yeah, no Julie's su- Julie's director's cut of Rocky Four would remove all boxing from it <laughs> and be just like a loop of the robot, the robot. coming in with Pauly. Why is he taking Happy the robot birthday. out? Is he racist? No, it's just a robot. It's dumb. It was just dumb. It's pretty dumb. It was, was like the ro- there's a there you see a Columbo episode with the dead. Oh yeah, the same robot that was in the Twilight Zone and Lost in Space, like. There's that one robot that it was like he got more work back in the day than like Ray Walston. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that robot had a tood at a point where it's just like. (laughs) was that one in the Twilight Zone where he's like, Barbara. (laughs) I love that robot. He was funny as he he could do comedy. (laughs) (laughs) That robot could get it. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah, he was. He was made out of Hitachi magic wands. Wow. <laughs> For the ladies. A little, <laughs> little extra. <laughs> and we are entering the lightning round. Uh, so this is just a uh, one word answer for each of these questions. Uh, which of you is most likely to? So Tom okay. and Julie, get ready to quickly write yes, your answer. Okay, here we go. Who Fat, is most like lightning likely? itself? Okay. All right. Uh, so the first question is who is more likely to wear the same jeans Three days in a row. Ryan and Karina both said Ryan. <laughs> Point for them. Okay. What go. do you think, Fred? Tom and Julie, on the count of three, raise your answers. Okay. One, two. But you have to say what you thought we said. Oh. Uh, I think that uh, Tom is more likely to wear the same jeans three days in a row. What are your answers? One, two, three. Neither of us. Me. Oh, oh neither. It. Yeah, neither of us. We're and losing we, uh, big we time. We really suck at this game. All right. <laughs> uh, which of you is more likely to tell off a coworker? Tom and Julie are writing their answers. And Ryan and Karina both said Karina. What do you Another think, point Brett? for team one. Um, uh, I think uh, I think that um, uh, Julie is more likely to tell off a coworker. Okay. Uh, hey. hey, we got a point. Hey, hey we did it. Hammer. You got a point. And the thing is, in the lightning round, the points are worth 500 <laughs> points. <laughs> Which means they're still winning. They're, they're huh? beating us by even more. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, the final question, which of you is most likely to electrocute yourself who is more likely to electrocute themselves? Ryan and Karina both said Karina. Another point for them. I'm gonna guess that um, I think just I think just Tom probably has more. Well, gear. I guess it's a you know who's who's more digital and who's more analog. I don't know. I think I. Oh. I, 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 I <laughs> 
is you really know, like showing the cracks in our marriages, yeah. I think, respectively. All right, yeah. All right. Okay. I think Julie's more likely to electrocute uh, okay. herself. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Me, but only if it's on purpose. Yeah. I said me. Yeah. So we didn't win again. All right. What else is new? Final score, five to one. A complete, complete Failure. shellacking. That's a wrap. So, so <laughs> what does the rest of this year hold for the both of you as we say goodbye? Oh, God. <laughs> are, you both, are you both typing away? Are you both yeah. scritching yeah, at that? computer screen yeah we're both uh i'm you know i'm trying to uh plot my escape for when trump trump tries to round me up yeah <laughs> sure uh you know in addition to you know podcasting sure. well you don't need to say it like that <laughs> you know, podcasting <laughs> that's not going to go over very well at the union meeting that attitude <laughs> i know my, i don't have my priorities <laughs> yeah you're you're not treasurer anymore sorry <laughs> The treasurer of the Casper mattress uh, <laughs> coupon. Yes, exactly. And then Ryan, what are you up to? I'm just trying to write this other, this new Knives Out movie. Just bang mm-hmm. my head against a piece of paper. Well, now you have the uh, the paper towel. Now thing, I got the paper towel so. screen to work around. I got to, I have a kernel of something to build it around. I have the chest. Sure. Well, what is that other screen called? The famous one that, that they will use. Will yeah, can't we can't we just use the, the sharpling scream instead from now on? It's gonna enter, and I'm gonna have to go. I'm going to have to buy that restroom uh, in the <laughs> IHOP where I <laughs> found that. <laughs> and uh, what is uh, it, patio dining at IHOP like these days? Oh, oh it was pretty disgusting, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it took 45 minutes. It was an Outside the in St. Louis Obispo at the the IHOP next to the Madonna Inn, and it was wow. a real treat wow. to wait an hour for <laughs> for, for compote for an, that's oh, gently melted yeah. by the sun. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was like because it was a stack of three pancakes, and the first one said "you" on it, and I ate that, and I got to the second one it said "have," and I got to the third one it said "coronavirus." <laughs> <laughs> it's a Rudy Tootie. Oh my God. Yeah. Do they even still like have any pretense towards like pancakes of the world? Like, was there like some kind of Swedish sauce on your Rona cake? No, there was just <laughs> Rona cakes. <laughs> Rona cakes? No. There was no Swedish sauce on the Rona cakes. Now I'm starving for pancakes. <laughs> well, I would like to thank. Karina Longworth. Oh, well, thank you. And Hey, we didn't thank you yet, Ryan. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Coming. Take a minute. And Julie would like to thank Ryan. Ryan Johnson. Oh, thank you, Tom. For appearing on the show. We love you both. You guys are yes. the best. Thank, thank you for thank coming you on so the show. Much. Having us on. You guys are so okay. funny. Awesome. Fun. We will see you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Welcome back to Double Threat. That was fun. With that was fun. Karina Longworth and Ryan Johnson. Very exciting. Friends. Friends. It's nice to have friends. And they don't go on things together. But you got to have friends. That's my Bette Midler. There's worse. No, that's There's a worse. good Bette Midler. It is what it is.
Okay, so what? What are we, we doing now, about, Brett? I mean, this, this this is really incredible. I mean, we we keep raising the bar on our listeners, what we're asking them for, um, and 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 they keep delivering. Uh, last week, we asked. Um, for them to send us a short script that dramatizes the three of us going to see Tenet. Um, uh, I believe that uh, we're, we're going to be a- uh, adding some sound effects to this later, but we specifically requested that they focus, you know, on, on uh, the kind of the drama and the emotion and, and not, uh, you know, not, not play to the sound effects. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, yeesh. Uh, speaking of yeah, sound effects. Probably guys, you got a call. That, uh, who's it? Brett, Brent Daniels Brent is calling Daniels. you about his laundry show. <laughs> yeah, we're it's gonna over. Uh, uh, reboot Don't kick it. a man when he's dead. Are you getting yelled at? Or is it? Who is it? Is it Alice Winterland is calling about st- Treks in the City? I love this free advertising. Keep it coming. Walking <laughs> yeah. in an Alice Winterland. Um, and so, uh, our listeners sent us a bunch of scripts. Uh, we kind of took the, took pieces from all of them and jammed them together. Um, and a special thank you speaking of to our friend, Brett Davis for reading one of the characters, uh, and to my wife, Amy for doing the narration. And I also want to give a quick shout out to, uh, listeners, Alex, Andrew, Ben, Bob, Dallas, Joel, Roderick, Samantha, Tom, and William, uh, for sending us their scripts. I'm going to hire them Thank all you. as the writer's staff. Because that's, that's the room. That's the room. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. All right. We are uh, now proud to present to you uh, the world premiere uh, of Double Threnet. Interior, movie theater, day. Brett, Julie, and Tom enter, wearing N95 masks. Tom takes a deep breath under his mask. (sighs) Feels good to be back. If you say so. Wait, where's the floor? What do you mean, where's the floor? Oh, uh, nothing. Hey, did you guys know that Tenet is a palindrome? That's pretty freaky. Pretty freaky. Brett walks ahead down the aisle as Julie turns to Tom. Don't tell me. Yeah, he's microdosing again. I thought you talked to him about this. Why is he always my responsibility? I mean, I'm not his keeper. I hate when you foist things like this on me. He listens to you. God knows he doesn't listen to me. I don't see any numbers on these seats. Oh, Jesus Christ, Brett. Is this what we pay you for? To not find our seats? Yeah, is that why it's called Forever Dog? Because it takes you forever to find our seats? Hi. No, here we go. B7, B8, B9. Follow me. Brett starts to wiggle through the row of seats as Tom and Julie wait in the aisle, dumbfounded. This is the second row, Brett. (laughs) These seats are fucking awful. I'm going to get a neck cramp. I'm sorry, but these are the only three seats together. Jesus, I'd rather sit next to a mouth breather. I'd rather sit inside the mouth of a mouth breather. Maybe we should split up, fend for ourselves. Yeah, I mean... You're just going to talk through the beginning of the movie anyway. Excuse me? You know you do. It's, it's, your, it's your thing. And usually I wouldn't mind. It's just, it's a Christopher Nolan movie and... Oh, what? You like Christopher Nolan now? I, I just don't want to miss anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were such a Nolan completist. 
Hey, uh, guys, I'm sensing some tension here, and that's totally understandable. I, I think we're all just a little on edge because we're going to see a, a movie indoors during a global pandemic, and... Don't condescend to us. Yeah, m- mind your own business. Uh, I'm sorry, my high is wearing off. Why don't we all just sit down? Wait, did you say these were the only three seats together? Oh, fuck. Cut to ten minutes later. The theater is nearly filled to capacity. A couple hundred people sit shoulder to shoulder as they shove handfuls of popcorn and candy under their protective masks. This is a nightmare. If I had a bulldozer, I'd knock this whole theater down. And then I'd keep going. Brett cheerfully takes out a pair of earbuds and puts them in. He presses a button on his phone. He has the volume up very loud. Is that Leon fucking Redbone? I think so. Tom, take care of this. I told you, I'm not his keeper. Tom, please. Yes? What are you doing? Listening to some music. I'll stop when the movie starts. The movie starts in, like, five minutes. Exactly. These are just the previews. They're all online anyway. These aren't the previews, Brett. This is a ten-minute commercial for Lexus. Are you guys hangry or something? I can go get some snacks. Uh, We may as well be talking to a brick wall. Okay, well, in any case, I'm going to go grab some snacks from the lobby. Do either of you want anything? Uh, If they have raisinets, I will have some raisinets. Popcorn, no butter. You got it. Be back in a minute. After Brett leaves, an easy-to-answer trivia question lingers on the screen. This Top Gun took us to the edge of tomorrow with co-star Emily Blunt. Don DeLuise! Julie groans and turns around to face the voice, who is now laughing and high-fiving with his friends. Hey, asshole! Shut up! Come on, it was just a joke. Jeez. How is pretending to confuse Don DeLuise with Tom Cruise funny? I mean, shout out Tom of Finland and you might get me on board. What's Tom of Finland? I swear, if you shout out one more thing, I will go to change.com. Dot org. I will go to change.org and I'll start a fucking petition to ban movie trivia at this fucking theater. Somebody's hangry. (laughs) You're right. I am. I am hungry and I am angry. The lights go down and the trailers start. Julie turns around in her seat. Tom glances over at her. She can tell that he's looking at her, but avoids eye contact with him. Cut to 30 minutes later. It's halfway through the first act of Tenet. Cars crash into each other over and over on an Italian highway, while men in suits and designer haircuts lean out of windows and shoot at each other. This guy is from something! It's driving me crazy! Can you not yell louder than the movie, please? is louder than this movie! Tom moves over and takes Brett's seat so that he's sitting next to Julie. Julie, what's wrong? Really? Ugh, look, the truth is, Brett was right earlier. I'm concerned about the risks we're taking seeing this movie right now. Uh, Me too. I'm so glad we're on the same page. I mean, really, we're only here because Brett insisted that we see this. Yeah, he said that he needed some semblance of normalcy in his life, which I can respect. That's his journey, but it's really selfish of him to drag us along for the ride, right? Right. I want to be here for him, but this is way too much emotional labor we're taking on. Speaking of which, where is Brett? It's been like half an hour. Oh my God, you're right. Tenet! Brett starts to walk carefully down the aisle towards the front of the theater, wobbling a bit with each step. 
He looks to be having a little trouble with that snack tray. Despite the potential for slapstick, Brett makes it all the way to row B without tripping or dropping any of the snacks. Hey guys, thanks for saving my seat. What took you so long? Well, I was heading to the concession line when I thought to myself, I'd better microdose in my car again. Oh boy. Also, they didn't have raisinets, so I panicked and ordered snow caps instead. Brett hands Tom a pack of snow caps and Julie a giant tub of popcorn. Is there butter on this? Um, yeah, is that a problem? I said no butter. Oh, do you want me to take it back? And have them do what? Unbutter it? I'll take the popcorn, it's fine. I guess I'll just eat dirt then. You can have the snow caps. <laughs> Fuck you. Cut to two and a half hours later. The movie is over. Tom, Julie, and Brett remain in their seats, waiting for the theater to empty out. Well, that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, I think. Do you think Christopher Nolan knows what sex is? I loved it. Tom and Julie turn and look at Brett. With his mask on, it's impossible to tell if he's being serious or not. I'm going to assume that's the microdose talking. Tom and Julie laugh in relief. (laughs) Brett laughs along with them, though it's still unclear if he was being serious or not about loving Tenet. The three of them collect their trash and exit through the front door of the theater, the one that leads directly to the parking lot. Just then, three different yet identical versions of Brett, Julie, and Tom enter through the back door of the theater. Tom takes a deep breath under his N95 mask. Feels good to be back. If you say so. Wait, where's the floor? The end. Well, that's a mind bender. Great job. Great job, everybody. That was terrific. Yeah. Although I say fuck a lot. (laughs) No, I like how people have tailored the thing where it's like Tom never curses. (laughs) Julie always curses. (laughs) It was a 100 to zero ratio. Fuck ratio. And then Brett's like the innocent... And yeah, and I'll I don't say know this. what to think of. Yeah, no, yeah. you're a boyish lad. You're with with uh, you know stars in your eyes. It's beautiful. And Br- I'm a I'm, I'm a mouth breathing monster. Brett, I just want to say this. You notice this before you start getting all twisted that you're getting turned into like the the stereotypical producer mutant on a show. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb that's boy not us. or whatever. That's not no, us that's doing not, it. It's not our thing. Right. So yeah, listeners yeah. did that. We did not project that. We did not. We came into this with a tabla rasa. The listeners are trying. They're trying to make me into French that. French yeah. for hungry baby. <laughs> and good job with, uh, on running with that microdosing uh, prompt, too. They really, they really ran with that. Yeah, they leaned into that pretty hard. So thank you for writing that beautiful scene. Yes. Well... Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Ryan Johnson and Karina Longworth for coming on the show. And thank you to you for listening and participating and subscribing over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And always thank you to Mike Kroll for the theme music and Michael Kupperman for the artwork. We have merch available. Where do we get that merch, Brett? You can go to tpublic.com slash stores slash double dash threat. Uh, I will also put a link in the show notes. So you just click on that. You go right to the store. You get yourself some T-shirts, uh, some sweatshirts, some uh, 
Uh, you can get a pillow with Tom and Julie's face on it. Oh, you, so you could kiss your pillow at night like a, a girl with a crush. You go, mwah, 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 mwah. my favorite podcast is my boyfriend. <laughs> and thank you to you, Brett. Oh, it's and I'll pleasure. say this. If I run into you and you're wearing a double threat T-shirt or hoodie, I will take a selfie with you from six feet away. Okay. Is it six feet? Six, yeah. Six. I will be six feet away from you, and I won't flip you the bird or nothing unless uh, you ask me to. And I will, I'm going to go one better. I will take a selfie with you from five feet, 10 inches away. I will take that. You're asking for that, trouble, my friend. I will friend. take that two inches of faith. You're asking, my, you're asking for trouble. All right, then I won't. I'll do six feet also. Six feet. All Speaking right. of that, though, if you do get some double thread merch and you want to take some some uh, some fashion pics and post them on Twitter and Instagram, make sure to tag us. We'll we'll repost them. Please wear underpants. What if what Just if we in general? What yeah, if people gonna... wearing double thread shirts take photos pretending to commit a crime? And then we have like that is like a an ongoing yeah. theme. If you're wearing double threat, threat merchandise and you pretend, yeah. pretend, but nothing to. violent, no violent crime. Like yeah. we're talking about like tax fraud. Yes. we're talking about like um, yeah, embezzlement, tax fraud, yeah, yeah, yeah. white collar crime only. Yeah, nothing violent. Intellectual property theft. No, but but if you want to do something <laughs> yes. in your apartment where you're like, oh, look at all these, you know, throw pillows, and then it says like. I, I stole them. Yeah. I do like <laughs> Brett's idea of IP theft as being a thing. Like it's you yeah. sitting, doing a bootleg Mickey Mouse, smoking a joint. <laughs> like as if you're manufacturing that yeah, where, while Mickey wearing a Mouse double threat shirt. Yeah. Oh, you know what you could do is take a photo of yourself pretending to, and don't actually do this, but manufacturing counterfeit double threat merch. That's fantastic. While wearing actual double threat merch. Yeah, I love it. And anytime you have fan art, we'll put it on the yeah. Thing. Tag us yeah. if you post it, or just send it over to doublethreatpod at gmail dot com. Thank love you. Fan art, it's very. That's a soothing balm for yes. some reason. It's just it's it's really nice. It's just nice. It's nice and to see. Next week we got another whopper of a show lined up. Can't we got wait. Great guests coming out and coming up, and um, we're gonna be here for you to make you laugh during this uh, this. These these hell times. We are your pals. We're not going anywhere, and we are here to have fun with you. And we will be back next week. So thank you for listening and subscribe and all that good stuff. And we'll see you soon. Yes. Thanks so much. Bye. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.